Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to They Walk Among Us, a podcast dedicated to UK true crime. This is the 10th in a series of short bonus episodes. This episode contains distressing themes, explicit language and descriptions of violence. This podcast is intended for a mature audience. Listener caution is advised. He obviously overreacted and assaulted her. He has no recollection of doing what he did next. This was a frenzied night terror. Peter Rouch QC, Swansea Crown Court, June 2020. October 6th, 2019. Officers from the South Wales Police rushed to an address in Pontypridd. Around 10 past 8 in the morning, the 999 operator was told by a caller that through the walls of their first floor flat they could make out a voice pleading, I will have sex with you again. I won't tell anybody. Please let me go. I'll do anything. Please let me go. The woman inside the home continued to cry and scream as numerous loud banging noises emanated from the property along with a raised male voice. 
one resident had walked outside the communal area to investigate and looked up towards the window. They witnessed a woman pressed against the glass, mouthing the words, Help me. Help me. Shouting from the male inside the flat continued before the sound of a struggle. Then there was silence. When officers from the South Wales Police arrived, they at first could not easily gain access to the property. They struggled to force open the door before it was finally broken down. But unfortunately, it was too late. The body of a woman in her late thirties was found on the floor of the home covered in blood. She was naked apart from a pair of socks. One window in the property was found ajar, suggesting the culprit had made their escape. The bloody trail was observed throughout the flat, and it was clear the suspect had made attempts to decapitate the victim. The scene was taped off, and a forensic team was called in. An alert was issued to track down the suspect, who the police believed was on foot. Several uniformed scene of crime officers were pictured outside the address on their hands and knees, combing the pavement for any evidence. Access roads were shut down, as storm drains in the surrounding streets were examined. The grassy area outside the block of flats was a hive of activity. Officers turned over the soil and slate chippings between a number of small bushes that decorated the courtyard between the homes. As a search was completed inside the property, two bloody knives were discovered hidden under a mattress, both of which it was understood were used in the crime. After the body was carefully transported from the scene, a post-mortem would later indicate that the victim had been punched repeatedly before being stabbed over 20 times in the upper body. South Wales Police Major Crime Team Chief Inspector Mark O'Shea addressed the local press acknowledging the shocking nature of the incident, but he wanted to assure the community that instances such as these were extremely rare. The victim was later identified as mother of two, 38-year-old Sarah Hassel. She had made plans to visit her children on the day her life was taken. Questions were being asked as to how a military veteran ended up naked and pleading for her life in a flat on a quiet residential street. Detectives would take one step closer to finding an answer when only hours later a suspect dressed in bloody clothing was found by armed officers hiding in some bushes not far from the flat. He was taken into custody and arrested on suspicion of murder. As the news of Sarah Hassel's death was making headlines, a family who were living in the village of Simmons Yat in the Wye Valley provided a statement. 
Quote, After growing up in the family home in Chelmsford, Sarah dedicated herself to 14 years of military service in both the RAF and the Royal Engineers. Her career was dominated by her commitment to mountain search and rescue. Sarah represented her units at both rock climbing competitions and competitive running. Sarah left the army in 2010 to embark and excel at even greater challenges, raising two young boys. Four days later, a suspect in the murder of Sarah Hassel appeared at Merthyr Tidville Magistrates Court. He was identified as 37-year-old Brian Manship. The police had been called to his address, and it was there where the lifeless body of Sarah Hassel was found. Manship weighed around 20 stone. His alleged victim was small in stature, and he was almost twice her size. Clothed in a black camouflage hoodie, the defendant had a large tattoo of a cross on the left side of his neck, with a tragus piercing in both of his ears. Manship watched his counsel tell the magistrate the death of Sarah Hassel was a, quote, sad state of affairs. The following day, Manship appeared at Cardiff Crown Court before Judge Ellery Rees. Dressed in a prison-issued tracksuit, Manship confirmed his name, age and address. The trial was scheduled for the following year. Manship would be spending Christmas behind bars. With the murder inquiry progressing over the subsequent weeks, a public appeal was made by the investigating officers as they tried to track down any witnesses who had seen the suspect during the morning of Sunday, October 6th, as he made his escape. CCTV images which pictured several members of the public, some out shopping, some taking an afternoon run, were passed to the press in the hope that these potential witnesses might identify themselves and come forward to the South Wales Police. The images were captured around the Sardis Road car park, close to the home ground of Pontypridd Rugby Club. On October 5th, 2019, David Manship had travelled to a friend's home and while he was there, he purchased seven grams of cocaine. He spent the day drinking, consuming a bottle of vodka before heading to the Skinny Dog pub where he met Sarah Hassel. The Skinny Dog public house on Broadway near the River Taff was the location where former butcher Christopher May met Tracy Woodford four and a half years earlier, while they were both on an evening out in April 2015. The pair headed back to May's flat in Andrews Court on Rickard Street. CCTV would capture Tracy's final moments. She was never seen alive again. 
A few days later, the police would arrive at May's home looking for the missing woman. It was not until they entered May's bathroom and pulled back the shower curtain they would learn her fate. One officer who witnessed the discovery said it was as if someone had cut up a mannequin and placed it in the shower tray. Several implements that included a saw, Stanley knife and secateurs were found at the property. Tracy Woodford's body had been dismembered with some of her remains hidden in a cupboard and the rest in a storm drain near Pontypreeth Rugby Club. May had hoped the remains would be washed out to sea. This case is covered on Season 3, Episode 34 of this podcast. In a macabre coincidence, Brian Manship's flat is close to Pontypreeth Rugby Club and the storm drain where Christopher May hid some of Tracy Woodford's remains. While there appeared to be no direct connection between the crimes, stranger still, the similarities do not end there. Much like the incident four and a half years earlier following a chance meeting in the Skinny Dog, the attacks would occur after there was an alleged theft, or so the accused would later claim in court, not to mention the fact that the bodies of the victims were either dismembered, or as the evidence suggests, there were attempts made to mutilate the body. On Friday, January 17th, 2020, Brian Manship appeared for a plea and case preparation hearing at Swansea Crown Court. Manship admitted his guilt, telling the court he murdered Sarah Hassel in his own home on October 6th the previous year. Manship was told he would learn his fate at the end of March. However, due to the spread of coronavirus... Sentencing would be delayed for three months. Sarah Hassel was on a night out in Pontypreeth during the evening of October 5th and drank into the early hours of the next day. It was shortly before 2am and she was having a drink in the skinny dock. She was there with Brian David Manship a man she had only just met. The pair headed to a nightclub called Club Ice, a few doors down on the same street, and stayed there drinking for around an hour. They decided to return to Manship's flat. The journey on foot is less than half a mile, however they caught a taxi travelling on Sardis Road stopping at an Asda petrol station. There, Manship picked up a bottle of vodka before they continued on the remainder of the journey. After arriving at the flat, Sarah Hassel would never leave alive. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode of They Walk Among Us is brought to you in association with Sentair. Ever entered a seemingly perfect space only to feel like something was missing? That's where Sentair comes in. With over three decades of experience, Sentair leads the scent marketing industry, scenting resorts, retail outlets, event spaces and more, partnering with major brands like Westin Hotels and Snap Fitness. Chances are you've already encountered their fragrances firsthand. And now Scentair is offering you a luxury fragrance experience in the comfort of your home. Visit Scentair.com to explore their online store and infuse your spaces with unforgettable scents. Scentair diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. And the Scentair app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. What's more, all of Sentair's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safer families and EcoVad is certified sustainable. Differentiate your space with scent. Try luxury home fragrance trusted by the pros by going to Sentair.com and using promo code AMONGUS for an extra 25% off your first order. That's promo code among us for an extra 25% off your first order at centair.com. When she was discharged from the army, Sarah, a military veteran, had struggled to adjust to civilian life. She was proud of her time in the service. She spent the start of her career working in northeast Scotland at RAF Kinloss as part of the mountain rescue team in Murray. A lover of the outdoors, Sarah would often spend her free time climbing, conquering some of the highest peaks of the Scottish mountains. Despite the difficulties of her job and witnessing some incredibly distressing events during her time with the mountain rescue team, Sarah was described as a happy-go-lucky person by her colleagues. Unfortunately, her time with the RAF came to an end. It has been reported that she failed a compulsory drugs test. She turned to alcohol as a way to deal with her troubles, and she grew apart from her husband. Sarah's drug use increased as her life steadily spiralled out of control. However, from all accounts, she was doing her best to plant herself firmly back on the rails. 
Brian Manship was a frequent drug user, and after he met Sarah Hassel in the skinny dog, the pair decided to head back to his flat to continue the party. There was no indication that a violent incident occurred on their night out together in Pontypreve, as the pair appeared to be getting on well. CCTV pictured them chatting calmly on the high street before getting into a taxi. Around 7am the following morning, there is evidence that Sarah Hassel was in the process of booking a taxi. Around 45 minutes later, Manship's neighbours heard an almighty crash followed by several more loud bangs. A female voice could be heard shouting, Get off me. Leave me alone. Neighbour Philip Iverson went outside to investigate. He could see into the flat through a first floor window and noticed a female in her late thirties in a highly distressed state as a male voice shouted, Get the fuck back in here. Sarah Hassel was screaming for help. She had only been in Manship's company for around six hours. The South Wales police were notified and rushed to the scene. However, the naked, bruised and bloody body of Sarah Hassel was found wrapped in a curtain soon after they accessed the property. Blood was smeared across the walls in multiple rooms, indicating the attack took place throughout the entire flat. This theory was bolstered by clumps of Sarah's hair found in each room. It had been forcibly pulled out. While the police were met by a horrific scene, the owner of the flat, Brian Manship, was nowhere to be found. He had escaped through an open window. Following a brief search for the suspect, as the scene was being forensically examined, firearms officers combed the area nearby. They began searching the overgrowth close to Sardis Road. Around 10 hours after the initial 999 call was made, armed officers saw something in the bushes. Focusing both a taser and the laser sight from a firearm, they saw a male emerge. Dressed in a green top and bloody, tight-fitting ripped jeans, a dishevelled-looking David Manship slowly came into view with his hands in the air. Run! Come to me! After the murder, in a panic as Manship fled aware the police were on their way, he grabbed a pair of jeans. He didn't realise they were Sarah's. When speaking to a custody officer following his arrest, Manship reportedly said, I'm quite pleased police caught me. I can get a good night's sleep now. During the sentencing hearing, Swansea Crown Court would hear a victim personal statement written by Sarah's husband, Graham, 
the father to their two boys. Addressing Brian Manship, it read, Not only did you exploit a vulnerable person, you went on to kill her in the most horrible way possible, in a protracted and fear-inducing manner. She pleaded for you to let her go. I live with those thoughts and visions every single day. I have no doubt her last thought was her very young children she left behind. The time of writing this, this is the eve of our son's ninth birthday. He cried for her, wearing her coat which shows her diminutive size. It will be sad each Christmas, birthday, family meal. The prosecutor Michael Jones described the events and the savage and furious attack which it was alleged stemmed from a heated argument. Lee Morgan, a paramedic who attended the scene, had provided a statement to officers. He described it as one of the worst things I have ever seen. Sarah Hassel's face was covered in bruises and tiny scratches, with her head almost severed from her body. Manship's defence counsel Peter Rouch QC told the court that his client had been out with Sarah Hassel before they returned to Manship's home. There it was alleged that the two took cocaine and were physically intimate. Early the following morning, Manship claimed that he awoke to find Sarah searching through cabinets and drawers of the property looking for more cocaine. A row occurred and Manship lashed out for committing murder. He however claimed that he had no memory of what happened next. Peter Rouch QC described how the death of Sarah Hassel would forever remain on the mind of his client and how sorry Manship was for his actions. Brian Manship did not appear in person. He watched his sentence get passed via video link from HMP Long Larton in Worcestershire, following the measures taken to limit the spread of coronavirus. In a statement read to the court, Manship documented his thoughts on the crime. There is not a day goes by I don't think of what I did. I will have to live with the guilt for the rest of my life. I can only imagine what Sarah's family must be going through. I wish I could go back and change it, but I can't, and it sickens me. Manship was told by the judge that Sarah Hassel seemed to be turning her life back around until they crossed paths. For his guilty plea, Brian David Manship was sentenced to life imprisonment. He was told by Judge Keith Thomas he would have to serve at least 20 years in prison before he would be considered for parole. So where are we now? Paying tribute to Sarah's family and thanking the public for their assistance in providing information which helped secure the conviction against Brian Manship, Chief Inspector Mark O'Shea, who worked the case, 
spoke about the killer. Uh, Brian Manship is, uh, is a dangerous individual, uh, particularly to women. Um, we know from uh, this investigation that he's someone who uh, uh, can and does uh, meet extreme violence out uh, and uh, remains and probably will remain for a long period of time a, a danger to, uh, to anybody, but particularly to women. The chief inspector then went on to speak about Sarah Hassel and how she ended up in Pontypridd. She came to, uh, to Pontypridd um, for, uh, for a visit with a friend um, who's got uh, relatives in, uh, in the town and um, had gone out on that uh, Saturday night uh, just for a, a social evening uh, and, and tragically and unfortunately met Brian Manship. What we know about Sarah is that she was a very trusting individual. Um, she, uh, she enjoyed meeting people, enjoyed meeting new people. Uh, it would appear that uh, Brian Manship has exploited that inherent trust that she had in, uh, in individuals. Um, she went to his flat uh, and um, the tragic events of that uh, early morning then unfolded. Finally, detailing the type of person Sarah Hassel was. Chief Inspector Roche described how much she would be missed. He said, Sarah loved meeting new people, experiencing adventures and was someone who felt life was something to be lived to the fullest. She had a bright future and was looking forward to raising her children to be as adventurous as she was. Thank you for listening, and special thanks to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Don't forget They Walk Among Us will be appearing at CrimeCon in London on Saturday, June 12th and Sunday, June 13th, 2021. For details, visit crimecon.co.uk and make sure to use the promo code TWAU to receive 10% off. For more information on this episode, please see the show notes or visit our website, theywalkamonguspodcast.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.